Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. Let us now begin with an excerpt. Let us now begin with an excerpt from the February 19th sermon preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord, from Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. And so often we wind up trying to chase the next big thing. That's what the world around us wants us to do, to chase the next big thing, to chase the next promotion, to, uh, to, chase, the ne- to chase retirement, to chase our marriages, to chase our children, to, to chase our degrees, to chase the next thing at work, to chase the next project, to chase the next house, to chase the next whatever it is, to chase the next big thing where we can point to it and say, we've made it. I've shown up. Here I am. Here's the proof of my worth. And I think that if we back up and we look at the Mount of Transfiguration, we look at what's happening here, it's not Jesus saying anything's changed. It's not Jesus saying anything's different. It's Jesus telling his disciples and telling us that this is what it always was. When Jesus said before the Mount of Transfiguration that the Son of Man, the Son of God, must suffer and die. He wasn't joking. When Jesus on the mountaintop is transfigured and his face shines, uh, shines and his clothes are made dazzling white in the midst of that cloud, and Moses and Elijah show up, what he's saying is that those people who came before us, those people like Moses and Elijah, those people in your life, stop and think who was the person that poured themselves out into you, those people who embodied the promises of God had it right. They got us to where we are. And now it's our job to take the next little step, to take the next small, insignificant, seemingly, Step. Carrie was looking over my notes this morning because I left them on the uh, counter. And she said, I don't know what you're going to talk about because your notes don't make any sense to me, but I think that what you're trying to say is something that science and mental health professionals have figured out in studies. Is it 20 to 30 minutes a day of prayer or meditation literally changes the shape and the function of your brain. 
20 to 30 minutes of prayer or meditation a day makes you better at noticing things, makes your brain operate and function differently. Maybe we don't have 20 or 30 minutes every day to sit in meditation or to sit in prayer. But we all have 20 or 30 minutes a day to do something. Maybe we have 10 minutes, 5 minutes a day to pray, to read scripture. Little steps change literally our brains. And it's the little steps that change our world, that change the people around us. When kids have one adult in their life that consistently shows up, that consistently makes an effort, that consistently pours out love into their lives, their outcomes are miles and miles ahead of their peers where no adults show up. When kids have somebody who just is willing to pour out and to be there, to take those little steps, it makes a huge difference. And so as we pause on the Mount of Transfiguration today, as we think about Jesus being transformed and Moses and Elijah showing up in this cloud descending, and as as many of us in our, our hearts and our souls are probably like, God, I want you to show up like that for me. I've said that before. I've told my spiritual directors, I wish God would just like show up in like, you know, bolt of lightning, cloud, fire, whatever, just show up and like do something very clearly. Like that's, that's a thing that in faith we're allowed to want. And as many of us sit here and go, I want that. It's okay to want that. And faith is so much taking one step and putting our foot out and taking the next step. Faith is so much being willing to go where God leads. Our worth as Christians, our worth as people, is not measured in the big things. Our worth is measured in the fact that we are created by God, that we are worthy of love because God says we are. We don't need to prove our faith to anyone. We don't need to prove anything through these big shows on the mountaintop. All we need to do is put one foot in front of the other, following Christ where Christ leads. On Wednesday, we transition from the season of Epiphany into the season of Lent. The season of reflection, a season of seeking, a season of asking God to show us the next little step. Transformation doesn't happen all at one time on a mountaintop. Transformation happens, and we've seen it happen, when we wake up and say, God, I'm going to follow you today. So let us recommit ourselves to God. Let us put one foot in front of the other, and let us follow where Christ 
is already leading. Amen. Almighty God, as we seek to take our next steps with you, let us look back at the week that has been and see where we could have welcomed you in. Prepare our hearts and our souls so that this week we might dwell more fully in you. We pray all this through your Son, Jesus Christ. Prayerfully consider your past week. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As you consider the past week and where you may have fallen short, ask yourself these questions drawn from John Wesley and the Holy Club. When did I last speak to someone else about my faith? Do I pray about the money I spend? Do I get to bed on time and get up on time? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from our scripture text and the sermon. Do you long for an experience like the experience Peter, James, and John had on the Mount of Transfiguration? If God were to show up in a big and powerful way, like on the Mount of Transfiguration, or like to Moses in the burning bush, what would you want God to say? What small step can you take today to move closer to God? Almighty God, thank you for all the ways that you have shown up for us. Thank you for showing up in the small moments and in the big moments. Thank you for showing up in people who strengthened us day in and day out. Holy God, we'd ask that you would reveal yourself to us. That we would be able to see you in the small steps we take. That we would be able to grab hold of your promises and your hope. Almighty God, fill us now. We pray all this in your holy name. Amen. Before you go out into the business of your week, I invite you to pause once more with Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud a voice said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, 
saying, Get up, and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, Tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Thank you so much for praying the Adkin Examine with us today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach me at pastor at yadkinvilleumc.org and encourage you to join us over on the Yadkin Lectio podcast, which comes out on Wednesdays or in worship on Sundays. Until we pray together again, God bless.